Welcome to Think and Reimagine, produced by Live Abundantly. Live Abundantly is committed to justice, equity, equality, diversity, and inclusion for the creation of a global society which respects the rights and well-being of all citizens. We invite you to visit our website, livesabundantly.com, to support our initiatives for women, youth, and children. Thinking Reimagined, changing the mindset for, for a, a better, better global society. Hello, everyone. This is the Thinking Reimagined podcast brought to you by Live Abundantly. I am Nifemi Oguntuye. On this episode, we're talking about single parenting and we're exploring the cultural perspectives and many mindsets. Uh, so the taboos about single parenthood seem to be eroding in many countries around the world. Uh, take Sydney, or rather um, Sweden, for instance, where there is a generous government subsidies if you're a single parent. However, in countries like China, we are told that government still makes it virtually impossible for most single women to have a child. So um, single women without a valid reproduction permit from government are routinely denied birth certificates for their children. They will not be given what they call the huku, the official household registration and so their child will have trouble gaining admission to school or even access to affordable health care. Um, um, if you are a woman, for instance, and you cannot produce a marriage certificate in China upon given birth, uh, you are charged what they call the social maintenance fee. And the situation isn't entirely different in Nigeria. So scrap the free education, access to health care, that doesn't exist yet. But there is this social stigma that has always been the nemesis of single parents. Everywhere that you go in Nigeria, you usually would see single parents being um, having what I call a self-inflicted, or what people call a self-inflicted damage resulting from irresponsibility. We must note, however, that I think that there are more single parents in Nigeria now than before, and slightly, gradually, there seems to be an acceptance in the Nigerian culture. Let me int um, introduce my guest to you. Peter Ahmad Boyo is joining us. Actor and filmmaker is also a member of the Live Abundantly Board of Trustees. Mr. Boyo, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Ms. Shultimino is founder, executive director, Parties. Parties is a short form for paternity issues. She joins us live from London. Ms. Shultimino, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Nifemi, for having me. And we have Dr. Ama, Executive Director, Live Abundantly. Dr. Ama, good to have you here always. It's always a pleasure to join you, Nifemi. So let's begin with what I consider a background to our topic. Uh, single parent families around the world seem to have increased over time. At the beginning of the 20th century, we're told that most single parents uh, uh, single parent families were as a result of death of spouses as compared with only about 10% today. So they said since World War II, more than 75% of single parent families are as a result of divorce and separation. 
The rest of them are unmarried mother and families who have chosen to raise up children themselves. Uh, let me begin with you, Dr. Abba. What do you think is responsible? Uh, let's pick Nigeria as our case study for now. Uh, for the increase in single parenthood as we currently witness it? Um, Nifemi, thank you for that question. There's so many aspects to single parenthood. And um, before one even begins to <clears throat> analyze uh, single parenthood, we must remember that single parenthood has existed for for, for, for a lifetime. I mean, single parenthood has been around for decades, for centuries. It is nothing new. What is happening now is more and more single parents are able to step out and say that they are single parents and live their lives as single parents taking care of their children. Now, if you're going to use Nigeria as a test case, we must recognize that this is a society where um, serial monogamy, monogamy, excuse me, is prevalent, as well as um, polygamous families. Many of these families, the women are the ones raising the children. The women have always raised the children. And just because somebody does a traditional wedding or, or claims that they're married does not mean that they're actually married under the law. So it has always existed and it will continue to exist and the number of single parent households headed by women is vastly greater by those headed by men but they do exist and you cannot limit single parenthood um, definition to those that you have given because the reality is that many young women who have been abused um, sexual violence victims of rape that are forced to bear these children and they automatically become single parents. So the stigma and the bias and the misogyny around single parenthood needs to be removed. Indeed, Dr. Amma. Um, let's hear very quickly from Ms. Shotimini. So Dr. Amma talked, um, gave a new dimension to this, the fact that there are victims of rape and sexual violence who could have decided to have the babies. Um, who got pregnant as a result of this dastardly act and decided to go ahead and have the baby. What do you recommend in cases like this? Someone gets raped and then um, get pregnant. What would you say, what would you consider the best practice in such a situation? Thank you, Nifemi. I mean, the reality is that that decision has nothing to do with anybody else but the mother of the unborn child. And it's the mother of the unborn child that has the right to decide whether she's going to keep her child, give up her child for adoption, or terminate the pregnancy. And um, I, I, whichever decision she makes is the right decision for her without any guilt attached to that. There are situations where many women are not raped. They're actually in a very good union and the man does not want the child. Again, it is the woman's decision to decide whether to keep the child or not. And if she keeps the child without the uh, input of the father, she's automatically a single parent, as you know. So there are situations where, you know, maybe the male partner is in several relationships or is not ready to become a father, and the mother is, and, and, the, and the woman is. Um, 
whether she's aware that he wasn't prepared or not is another thing altogether. So I wanted to go back to what Dr. Ama mentioned that there have been single parents all over the world um, from time immemorial. I have six examples of um, matriarchal families. So in Nigeria, we have the patriarchal family where the father is the head of the home, as we know. Um, but in many societies in the world, there are matriarchal families. And I'm sure probably even in some Nigerian villages, there are some matriarchal families as well. Six examples are, um, I, I know Nifemi, you mentioned that in China, um, there's a rule against single parenting, but there's actually a, a group, I'll call them a clan or tribe of people called the Masuo, M-U-S-U-O in China. Uh, and the women do not get married. And the lineage is continued from the mother's line. So the lineage of the children, the children bear the mother's name. Uh, the, the women don't get married. And it's uh, a very popular, well-known matriarchal family structure, actually, in that, in that um, town. There's also the Bribri in Costa Rica, the Umoja in Kenya, and also in Indonesia, and the Akan, as we know, in Ghana, and the Kasi in India. So yes, we have this, um, there's this scourge and image of single parents being um, looked down upon, but in some societies in history, single parents have been the only uh, type of parents that some children have known. Um, I feel very strongly, as you can imagine, from the tone of my voice about the whole single parent issue, because especially um, having lived in Nigeria before as well, where women are constantly, constantly looked down upon for choosing to be single parents or not choosing to be single parents. Um, and that's why I, I brought these other examples to the fore now. Indeed, we're sure to be there. So it's very difficult to um, to say if um, a concept is normal or abnormal. So um, the issue of marriage, traditionally, the concept is supposed to be between a man and a woman. That is fast changing with the LGBT, uh, LGBT you know, issues that is that is now gaining a lot of um, a lot of recognition around the world. Yes, it's also difficult to say whether it is normal for a child to be raised by both parents. Yes, um, me. Sorry, friending. I wanted to mention something quickly. Sorry to cut you short. Yes. I wanted to say that the prevalence of um, single parents being looked down on in Nigeria has increased due to the religiosity of our society. Okay. So the more religious Christian quote unquote we have become, uh, as a society, we've become more intolerant of the reality that there are single parents in society because obviously in Christian in the Christian doctrine, the man and the woman, uh, you know, get married and have a child. Um, outside of that, it is wrong. So I think the, you know, the, the inception and the proliferation of religion and the Christendom in Nigeria has also caused this image to be... Um, more obvious. We also have to recognize that culturally in Nigeria, in Africa, it is perfectly normal or it is conceived to be perfectly normal for a man to have multiple relationships. All right, we'll get back to Dr. Emma. Um, we, we're also going to, in a short while, look at the positive and negative impact on the child because we're beginning a series in honor of children, commemoration of the Children's Day. Um, on the Thinking Reimagine podcast. But let me um, turn your attention, Mr. Boyo, to Reno Omokri's tweet 
that trended recently. Rino Mokri is a former spokesperson to former President Goodluck Jonathan. He has, um, uh, has some huge following on Twitter, a very controversial personality, and he has what he calls nuggets of wisdom. I'm just going to quote it for you verbatim. Reno says, quote, except she was raped or widowed or abandoned or flaying an abusive husband, I have zero sympathy for single mothers and less sympathy for the licentious men who put them in these conditions. The black world faces a baby mama epidemic. We must not encourage it or make celebrities out of surgically enhanced Jezebels who are who are unashamed of their water. Imagine promoting the woman who says, I need a dash, dash, dash. Because of pre and extramarital sex, black Africa has the highest HIV prevalence on earth. Are we not ashamed? Daily, you read about abandoned babies. Uh, he says, I run an orphanage. I see firsthand the effects of sexual promiscuity Yet when I preach about premarital sex, I get insulted. Africa must address the moral decay in our societies, end quote. And trust me, Nigerians reacted to Reno's tweet in diverse manners. But let me begin by asking Mr. Boyo, if you in any way see sense in Reno's, in Reno's um, submission. Um, thank you very much, Mifemi. Um, First of all, I think that is the most ridiculous, irresponsible statement I've seen to date. Um, single parents are underrated and they should be applauded instead of being underrated. He's talking about the negativity of um, single parenthood. Um, um, <laughs> I'm very like i was so disgusted by his statement um talking about women in that manner all women it takes two to make a baby doesn't it so why is he blaming or looking down on the woman and calling her names that is not what the issue is the issue is the child the child did not ask to be to be brought into this world so by making a statement like that I don't know if he's making it for clout or what, but it's the most ridiculous statement I've heard. So what 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 brings about single parenthood? It could be like Dr. Amos said, um, losing your spouse or um, rape or incest or whatever you want to call it. So before making such ridiculous statements, look at the facts. Look at what is good for the child. It's not about making a mockery of, of the mother. And besides women, they're also single fathers. So single parenthood, yes, we always look at the mother, but there are fathers too that have taken on the role of single parenthood because either they have lost their spouse or the um, mother of the child has abandoned them or whatever. I go to orphanages all the time. I am affiliated with a few age, um, orphanages their babies abandoned on the streets, their babies left, their nine-year-old girls having babies. And the, the parents cannot take care of these children. So what, I don't know what he's saying. I'm a little bit annoyed at the statement. That's why 
I'm finding it difficult to put myself to articulate because it it's just ridiculous. <laughs> you have been listening to Thinking Reimagined. Changing the mindset for a better global society. So it does appear that Reno's statement is focusing on single parenting that is as a result of a particular lifestyle, uh, pre or extramarital sex, right. as he calls it. Um, for instance, it went ahead to make certain clarifications, saying that single mothers should be appreciated, but we shouldn't promote single motherhood. It is not God's choice. So here's, it is, here's my it is point, not, without taking yes. sides. Yes. Sorry? Uh, just a minute, Mr. Boyo. Without taking sides, here is the point I just want to highlight. Okay. The fact that um, you, I want us to look at it from the point of view of the child, which is a very important point that you have made, that it's not just the woman, it takes two to make a baby. But the most important thing now is that there's a child in the picture. And um, raising two girls, I understand how difficult it is for a single parent. So there is the financial implication, you know, um, th that... I think it's made easier if there are two people, you know, taking care of a child. There's also the psychological instability for a single person, you know, a mother or a father alone. I like to think that it's difficult. So I wake up at the middle of the night. There are times where I have to take shifts with my wife in taking care of the baby. Uh, single parents, I think, would constantly have to face that, that stress when they try to play the part of being a mother or a father to their kids. And that can that in and of itself can be depressing. It can result in anger and frustration. And you know, you can you can't tell whether or not um, the child will be affected or the way a child turns out, you know, in such isolation. So the question I'm really asking is beyond beyond the sentiments of whether or not um he's exonerating the male figure or he's downplaying um, the role of a woman, is it ideal to have a child raised in such circumstance? Um, I think, personally, it's better to raise a child in a single parent's home than in an orphanage or on the street. A single parent can play both roles of father and mother. Fine, you, it's a normal family has a father and a, and a mother, but if it's a single parent, we just have to deal with it. And the parent has to play the role of the father and the mother. It's better to be in a single parent's home than in a toxic relationship or in an unhappy home because psychologically, emotionally, the children are going to pick up whatever is going on. If the parents are fighting 24 hours a day or it's an unhealthy relationship, trust me, those children are going to pick up on those and they are going to be unhappy so whether it's a um, single parent home or a mother father or two um, fathers two mothers whatever it is it's better to be raised in a home than in an orphanage where you can give that child love and bring that child up with um, respect understanding and raise them as best as you can even even homes that have a father and mother they're not perfect so it depends on the individual raising that child. So we should focus more on the children than if it's a single parent's home or if it's a regular, what, what we call a regular home. 
Fantastic, Mr. Boyo. L let's bring in Dr. Amma now. So there's the issue of um, uh, um, there are there are researches that have been made, and I have heard experts say some experts in some cases have agreed that children from single families are likely to experience problems such as poor school performance and poverty and the rest. But what Dr. Uh, what Mr. Boyo is saying that it is not it is not um, uh, restricted to just how or who raises a child, that a child raised in a toxic uh, environment can also suffer the same fate. Uh, but the question I want to ask you, Dr. Amma, is that, is there a sense to normalizing single parenthood vis-a-vis -vis having a child raised by both parents? And I'm asking this given the challenges that we have in our, uh, in our local community you go to the street, you see a lot of children out there who would now have to fend for themselves. There's a lot of street trading. There's a lot of child molestation taking place. Do you think that there is any excuse to have single parenthood normalized or um, achieve a status like the LGBTQ has now achieved in other developed countries? Okay, can I come in for Dr. Amma there? Please do. I think she's online. Um, okay, I'll, I do, I'm not sure whether she's. I'll continue until you ask the question again. I mean, I wanted to start off by actually defining what parenthood is. A single parent is a person who lives with a child or ch children who does not have a spouse or a living partner with her. Um, and as um, Mr. Boyer said, um, there, there are limitless reasons why uh, mothers become single parents or people become single parents. And these are not limited to divorce, breakup of a union, a relationship, abandonment, death of one or the other parents. Um, and lastly, choice. Um, a woman or man can choose to be a single parent. It's, it's quite simple. The question you asked Dr. Amo is, is it um, should be normalized single parent parenthood? It is already normalized in the Western world to be a single parent. And I think in Nigeria, um, if we just um, call a spade a spade, it is normalized in Nigeria. Because I, I say this because um, we have the nuclear family, which is what uh, Mr. Boy was saying, and you know, as a regular family, we have extended families, whereby there are many girls who just have their children and give their children to the extended family to look after. So we have single parents, we also have childless families. Are those families not families? They are still families, regardless of whether there's a child or not. And then they're obviously same-sex parent families. I'm not sure if that's common in Nigeria, but it's already a normalized situation. I say this especially because the reality is that men in many marriages and relationships in Nigeria, they are operating as single parents individually in that relationship, whereby either the father is the only person actually contributing to the uh, children's lives or the mother is the only person contributing to the children's lives and most, both parents are not talking. If two people are living in the same household and they do not have a positive relationship as Dr. Uh, Mr. Boyer said, um, they're not talking to each other, they're arguing all the time, they're effectively single parenting and parenting the children very, very badly. So the outcome for that child is terrible because it's better for that child, as Mr. Boyer said, to be brought up in a loving, warm, positive environment of a, sing of a single parent home than in a vicious, horrid, um, coupled situation. 
and I you know as, as you can imagine I believe that many children fare much better and become better adults as a result of the of being brought up by sensible single parents such as obviously Barack Obama and so on in Nigeria single parenthood has been going on for centuries um, if you look back in time with the polygamous way of life even now there are many there are many families that have multiple wives and the women are the ones raising the children the guys are the sperm donors so let's not think that single parenthood is something new or something that has not been going on because it is happening every single day in nigeria and it is everywhere so that's just what i wanted to add thank you mr boyo dr ama single single parenting uh, remains one of the most challenging social roles in nigeria today Talk to us about um, how, how the society can help and how government can help, particularly when it comes to raising of a child. We have to agree that it may be a bit more difficult for a single parent than uh, the other child who has the privilege of both. Um, Nifemi, I, I, I wish to say this. I personally do not um, take to the word the privilege of having two parents. I think the privilege is having a parent or parents who love and care for you and wish to contribute positively to your development so that you are a participatory and um, active member of your community, your society, and you can also contribute. Whether you're raised by a single parent or you're raised by two parents, two parents of varied gender is irrelevant because we're, we're a global broadcast. And so we have to have a global feel to the information that we give. Now, I am well aware of single parents in Nigeria and other parts of the world who are doing a phenomenal work, work raising their children. The most important thing, whether you're a single parent or you're in a married situation, is to make sure that you have a support network. Whether it's friends, families, nannies, whatever the situation might be. Because here's the reality. You may be in a marriage currently and things are going well and something happens and you end up being a single parent. You would not want to be stigmatized or, be, or have your child live in a biased society. Single parenthood has been going on from time immemorial. It is part of the universe. It is part of the world. It is a part of the making of humanity. Now, being married or pretending to be married or going for a traditional wedding or calling yourself a missus because you want social acceptance does not change your situation. There are many married women, and I think both Ms. Shotominu and Mr. Boyo have alluded to this, who are basically raising their children independently. Yes, they may be using a title that is deemed important, but they're raising their children alone. The parent, the father is not available. The father is not there. The father is in a serial monogamous relationship or has other spouses that are also raising the children independently. 
So we need to really focus on the child and less on the family situation. It is none of our business, the family situation, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're an LGBTQ relationship, it is not our business. And we should not stigmatize or um, devalue the work that single parents or other forms of families um, exist and the way that they choose to raise their children. And as I've said earlier, there are situations more than you and I are aware of in Nigeria where there is absolutely no choice. Abortion is illegal in Nigeria. So if you are molested, if there is incest, if anything happens and you become pregnant, you as a woman, not the man, become responsible and you automatically become a single parent unless you wish to be in an unhappy relationship or you marry because society says, oh, it's better to get married than to be single. And then what? You have an unhappy household and you raise children in an unhappy household who are maladjusted to living in society and getting on with it. So I have zero tolerance for misogyny, excuse me, or those who are biased against um, single parents or different forms of families. And I certainly take great offense to those who are going to, um, uh, what's the word, ridicule women who have made a choice that they believe is best for them. Um, you have given very fine examples, except that you haven't given a, the example of um, a family with two good heads. So I've heard Mr. Boyo, Ms. Sotimini talk about both parents can raise a child, but even raise it in a toxic environment. But I've not heard anyone in this conversation talk about a family that is actually working, a loving father, a loving mother. Are you saying that two heads are no longer better than one? In Africa, they say a child is raised by a community. So um, 30 years ago, it's for the African setting, it's even beyond the nuclear famine. A child is raised by more than the father and the mother. And that's 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 where we got many of our you know values from. The fact that there are many inputs coming into the upbringing of a child. So talk to me, Dr. Ama, about um, the concept of um, having the child raised by a single parent vis-a-vis -vis having a child raised by two parents who are actually doing fine. I don't think any of us has actually made the statement that you just sort of interjected that it may be better being a single parent. No, that's not the statement here. The, we're not comparing single parenthood to what you would call um, a nuclear family because nuclear family is actually quite diversely defined these days. A nuclear family globally could be a mother, two mothers or two fathers or um, in some situations where there is a man and multiple wives, they may consider themselves nuclear family. Do you understand? So we are not in any way condemning any of that. What we are saying is do not devalue single parenthood and do not impose 
your views of single parenthood, which could be negative um, on society because the circumstances of how people become single parents is not known. There are absolutely, there's absolutely no data in Nigeria on the number of single parent households. We don't have that data. And if you will be alarmed to find out that there are more single parent households in Nigeria than you actually believe. Now, is it wonderful to have mommy and daddy? Absolutely, if you're in a happy home, where both mommy and daddy can participate and do participate equally and take care of the children and impact values and support their learning and their growth, that's fantastic. But they're also single parent households. And please note, I'm not defining them by male or female. I'm saying single parent households where there's a support network that makes it possible for those families to, to to thrive and to bring forth children who are well adjusted in any society who are incredibly successful. And when I talk about success, I'm not talking about just financial success. I'm talking about full success as members of society. Take a look at the data and you will be amazed. You know, let's stop knocking down single parents, particularly single parents that are female because we do not know the circumstances that lead to them being single parents we have to wrap this up now let me just hear very quickly from the show today and uh, mr boyo um so uh, we're looking the initial question i asked was whether or not a single parent require some help from the society and government here in dr Amos' position um, um, I'm also now looking at it a bit differently, that if, if single parent is normalized, then perhaps they don't need any special help different from any other definition of a family. Do you agree with me, Ms. Shotimin? Um, well, <laughs> I, I do believe that um, there, there's no help that the government doesn't need to do anything because there are many other things that the government needs to face in Nigeria, if you don't mind me saying. Um, and that uh, the reality is that single parents have existed in our society for for many many centuries. Um, my my I, I wanted to mention that um, Dr. Amma mentioned the word misogyny. I really believe that single the word sing, the word single parent is used in Nigeria as a form of abuse actually, um, which was which is akin to divorcee, you know, which is akin to. Um, a child, you know, he's childless, that couple's childless, you know, they sort of look down on uh, lingual, uh, single parents the same way as they look down on divorcees or a childless couple. And it's a term of abuse, um, a misogynist um, term of abuse, such as um, go and get married now. You're not in your husband's house. You're not all these things. And this narrative of, abu of abuse, as Dr. Amma said, has to end because there's been a proliferation in the number of abortion high depression rates, um, suicides committed by women because of this same abuse um, meted against them, um, which is absolutely wrong. I think the reality is this battle needs to be fought by women, women that have realized that they have done their work well, need to come out and not be ashamed of it. There's no need to hide under the cloak of a failed marriage um, to give your child a better stead in life. I think the reality is 
um, Nifemi, I don't want to use any statistics because there aren't any. I would say there are many, many more single parent homes than unit nuclear families in Nigeria. I would say that. I think because uh, it's a churchy society, should I say, so, you know, people pretend that things are working. And the sooner we start giving praise where praise is due, the sooner our society can correct some of the moral ills that we face right now. Mr. Boyo, let me have your final comments on this conversation. Okay, just to add, um, I think especially in Nigeria, we still have this double standard about issues of um, parenthood and whatnot. In Nigeria, there are many single parents that are male, and the idea or the statement is that, oh, he's doing a fantastic job, he's raising kids um, and all that. And when it comes to the female single parents, there's a negative stigmatization that, oh, she's loose or she had, um, she's a divorcee or a negativity. So that double standard still exists and it's just so ridiculous. And then the last time I checked, women cannot impregnate themselves unless maybe science has changed or whatever. So there's always a, ma a male donor for any um, sorry, there's always a male um, donor for any parenthood. So it's just ridiculous the way we look at parenthood and single parenthood in Nigeria. We should stop this stigmatization and help raise these children. It takes a village to raise a kid. That is what Hillary Clinton said. And that is how we were raised back in the day. So instead of stigmatizing single parenthood, we should help and be a support system for single parents. Stop stigmatization, raise the child. Thank you for listening to Thinking Reimagined. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and welcome your comments, insight and learning as we strive to transform our global society. A change in mindset, engagement, collaboration, dialogue, awareness and education. Thinking Reimagined, changing the mindset for a better global society.